We started this hardy. A few quick little things. Uh-huh. Uh, one, yes, I do live uh, under the flight under path the of flight. <laughs> Burbank. Few <Airport>. things. <laughs> this is every three minutes. Yeah. What happens is, at some point, <laughs> I'm gonna get my testicles laminated. <laughs> That was an old Carlin bit. Like, you're ever at a party and you gotta yell over the crowd oh, right, and everyone right. stops. Yeah. I'm gonna get my testicles laminated. Were you a uh, a comedy fan growing up? Yeah. Did it, you have albums? Like, vinyl? I didn't have vinyl. I, don't, I never actually had a record player, I don't think. I, I was a child of the cassette, but um, every night in high school, I'd record on a cassette tape, A&E's An Evening at the Improv. And I had like a 20 minute walk to and from school. Okay. So I'd record the the show from the improv every night on A&E from like 11 to 12 on my little cassette tape. And then I'd listen to it as I walked to school. At what age? This must have been when I was in high school. <laughs> kind of funny. I think the probably the first time I ever heard stand up um, was uh, when I was like six years old. Like my dad just organized like a play date. With the kid that was in school, he was older and he hated me, but my I just didn't, they were like, he has no friends. It was like, go, we're going to go hang out with the kid. Yeah. And I was like, fine. So I go to the kid's house and... Uh, when he said he has no friends, was he talking about you? He was definitely kid? talking about me. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> Nickelodeon was a, a distinct friend. My blankie, who I still sleep with mm-hmm. every night. That's a lot. We don't I, need to go I'm in therapy. Yeah. Anyway, so I show up to the kid's house. The dads go off and have a beer and I go to the kid's room just uh. to, to hang. And he had a... Uh, uh, an OG, because this is probably like 85, Teddy Ruxpin doll. Remember those? Mm-hmm. The fully animatronic. I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Exactly. I will haunt your dreams. And uh, I guess apparently if you put any cassette in there, the doll would animate. Stop it. So the kid, the kid, the kid put on Eddie Murphy raw <laughs> into the back of the Teddy Ruxpin. Really? We sat him across the room <laughs> and I watched Teddy Ruxpin perform Eddie Murphy's raw for an hour. I'll never... I, I was five years old and I still remember Teddy Roxbean being like, what are you going to do tonight? Oh, I don't know. Go some, suck someone's dick. <laughs> was like, That's amazing. Years. That's probably the first time I ever heard stand-up now that I think about it. I was five. <laughs> What's from a Teddy Ruxpin doll? Doing Eddie Murphy raw. That is amazing. <laughs> uh-huh. That makes me want to find one and then find a cassette tape. <laughs> I, honestly, I think they're like one of those like super expensive on eBay for original. You know, I have a box in my garage because... At one point, I um, I got this car, this Land Rover Defender, that uh, was new. It had rolled on its side, and they fixed it up. And so I got it for uh-huh. like twenty three five. That's what uh-huh. I got. I got it for, and I put all my money into it because I was like, oh, I'm, uh-huh. now I'm like, it was one of those. It was one of those like fake it till you make it kind of things. That's that wasn't my intention, uh-huh. but I. I then, okay. I then <laughs> garbage neighbor. Got it. Uh, yeah. that's, raccoon. That's your raccoon. Run. That's your garbage neighbor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I like you. I don't uh, know why I felt like I needed to speak in code. He can also hear. It's my garbage um, neighbor. And so, um, where was I? Land Rover. Fake yes. it till you make it. Thank you. And so, um, yeah. So now I'm driving around in something that I feel like when people see me, they go, "Hey, that guy's uh-huh. done something." Guess what I had done at that point. Nothing. <laughs> so, so the realization came, and then I'm like, I gotta get rid of this, and and I was gonna sell it, and then um, take whatever money I made from it, and and make a show. Uh-huh. I had an idea called Insane. I had a buddy 
I went to college with, with, he was really funny, and he came out, and we shot the Zane and Jeremy show, uh-huh. and made some, first episode, it was, like, on, I'd be, it exists, it would Does be it? so embarrass, embarrassing, you still have it? Yes, that's the point, is that it's in a bucket in my garage of, um, not high eight, the mini DV, yeah, mini DV tape. And so, but I have nothing to play them on. And then I did another show with him, and it got a little bit better. And then I want to make one more. He's like, he lived in Orlando. He's like, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't spend this money anymore. It keeps yeah. coming out. And I, I went out to Orlando to shoot the second one, and I said, come out, just shoot it. I think we're gonna get it this time. And he's like, I just can't. So then I was like, all right, let me sell this ridiculous Land Rover, Land Rover Defender ninety that I had. Uh-huh. They're like every twelve seconds, right? Yeah, now. that think, was on the tail of that guy. I think there's maybe like a military evac operation yeah. happening. <laughs> just like, uh, it's Nearby. like um, uh, Greenland, the movie I think, Greenland. I think this guy is actually pursuing. Yeah. That's what I'm the saying. guy. That's what I'm saying. He's got, yeah, he's got his pursuit lights on. He's got this full, it, guys, it's full spotlights. It's Yo, an aerial get chase. Get him. Up his ass. Um, <clears throat> whenever I take off, this is this dumbest thing. Uh-huh. I'm going off on tangents. I promise I'll tie it all up. Oh, it's fine. Whenever, <laughs> this is what it's about. Whenever I take off, um, I always text my wife, I'm taking off, go out and wave. And she's <laughs> like, and she always texts me, no. <laughs> I'm just like, and so what I, all I want to do is like, I, like if she was out on the driveway and uh-huh. she's waving, which she would never do because she's not six, uh-huh. then I could, would fly over and get a video uh-huh. of her waving or a photo. And they, that'd be funny, wouldn't it? Especially <laughs> if she videotaped me and I video, was it videotaping her and we put it up as a story. I think maybe one time she says yes and does it, funny. Other times, like we're getting into some <laughs> Well, real... no, because now you know you get to a point in a relationship where then you start to ask the person to do something that you knowing that knowing they're not that, do it. yeah but also just to kind of push their buttons yes but here's the thing it's always this exact path uh-huh. I've taken off out of Burbank 50 times in the last two years uh-huh. you know traveling and I can never see my house I'm always at a window and because it always <laughs> flies over it's never to the right or never to the left it's always exactly over my house so you can't I can't sh- can't shoot it huh so, I sell this Land Rover, uh-huh. and then we're gonna get to you. I sell this Land Rover, and um, I was a- advertising it for twenty eight five because I had it for like two years. They stopped making them, and now uh-huh. people wanted them. I had driven it. Now I can actually make five grand on it, and I put it in the L.A. Times. That's how long ago it was. And these people called me up and said, "We want we want to come see the car. We'd like to buy it." Great. They come. This man, woman, and. Um, and then they come in, and they uh, the house. I'm like, oh, let me take you out back. I show them the car. Like, well, let we'll take it. How much is it? Twenty eight five. What will you take for it? I'm like, twenty eight five. And they're like, okay. Really? And so um, the uh, the lady walked away, and the guy was still looking at it. I'm like, what's going on? He, he's like, she's gonna go get a check. I was like, I, I, I don't know if I feel <laughs> very comfortable check. on a Sunday taking a check. Maybe we do this at the bank tomorrow. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, I mean, it's, it's, it, we really, if she wants it, she wants it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, I just don't know. Like, I'm giving you my card. You're handing me a piece of paper and yeah. I just, you know, whatever. He goes, oh, don't worry. She directed Shrek. Really? And I was like, oh, okay. And then I was just kind of like, um, oh, let me go get you that. Like, I just went inside to like get the papers or something and then Googled it. Uh-huh. Um, director of Shrek. It was two people. One of them was a woman, Victoria Jensen. Uh-huh. That was the woman that well, was she, outside. She did direct Shrek? She did direct Shrek. Huh. And so I went outside, I took the check, and I said, thank you. And then they drove away, and I was like, I kind of just felt pretty crushed. That was my dream car. Mm-hmm. 
and I felt pretty crushed, and I'm sorry, I started to cry. Aww. And and then they left, and I saw them take a, take a left, and they just you know whatever, and I was just like, all right, I guess I'm starting over. I got the money, this is it, but like you know, damn. Mm-hmm. And then I hear behind me the car come up, and it's them. <laughs> And now I'm crying. <laughs> and they go, did you want this CD that was in the CD player? I was so embarrassed. Uh, so, I, so anyway. Please that was, tell me the CD was all-star. <laughs> no, it was probably something really embarrassing. <laughs> and it was like probably like Wham's worst hits, like uh-huh. the B-sides of Wham. So the, the moral of the story is you made five grand when you sold the car to the I, sh- I got, Shrek director. I got... Yeah, I I got a check for twenty eight thousand five hundred bucks. I took it, put it in the bank, took every dime, and made it into my show in Zane, mm-hmm. which uh, I sent it all around town. Mm-hmm. I was very aggressive. A few people got back to me. One of them was Merv Griffin, who huh. brought me in for a meeting. He liked it. He wanted to turn it into this like this um, show where I would go to different festivals and like either mm-hmm. if it was a weird thing, I would be. Myself, it was if it was a sort of benign festival, like boring. I would be like a character, and we went and shot that. Kind of like what we did with the old Mr. Personalities, right? Yeah. Well, yes, kind of like that. And then, um, and anyway, so so then I took that at the end. I was going to tie this into to that. Um, this will make a nice bow at the end. And Love bows. then I, he said I was too edgy, and so then I'm like, I've okay, said that about you. So, so yeah, I'm edge, and so I took. What I shot from my insane, my hidden camera mm-hmm. show that I made for $28,500. And the pilot that I shot for Merv Griffin put it together, made a three minute sizzle reel, mm-hmm. and sent it everywhere I could possibly send it. And one of those people was, I believe, it's Rico Martinez. Oh. Yeah. So Rico was casting a show for uh, MTV called Damage Control. Mm-hmm. Punked was so successful that they created this companion show. Mm-hmm. And um, and so uh, I was out of town, but he called me. He's like, we're only doing local hires. Do you, do you live in New York? And yeah. I said, yes, nice. I do. I do. <laughs> and he's like, I said, yeah, when do you need me there? He's like, tomorrow. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there. Cool, <laughs> thank you. And so I that was it. I had to go and take the red eye, like yeah. the last possible flight, Nervous, just flying in, didn't get enough sleep. Pumped myself full of coffee because I landed at six. Yep. Then the meeting was at nine, uh-huh. and then all of you guys came in. I don't know if maybe we all met for the first time there. Yeah, I think I remember the first time you walked into the room. I was sitting at like a big table at some yeah. MTV building. Y- yes. Yeah. And Jesus. But I did something really stupid. I I knew that I was going to be in the first episode because they told me a computer repairman. Mm-hmm. And so I thought I would be all method. So I walked in in character. And I was like, hey, hey everybody. Um, <laughs> hi, my name, my name is Zane. I, I, I fix computers, but I'm not really sure. Okay. Uh, okay. Nice. So, yeah, no, it's just kind of just, I don't know, whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> and I was in character for 10 minutes and I was like, God, I can't do anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to but do. But when you stopped, they must have been like, that guy can act. You know, <laughs> no, because you know who was in the room? Was you? And Kathy Searle and Paul was Sebastian Doggett there? No, no, he wasn't there yet. And what's Paul's name? Because he he was on the Brady Bunch. Oh movie. yeah, what the hell was Paul's last name? I forget. That sucks. Um, so then you were there. Now now Ben was this guy who had already done Punked. That was no Punked was after Damage. Punk control. was after Damage Control. No. 
I got punked because I had done damage control. Oh, got it. Okay. And although, despite the fact that it was like this big MTV show, like no one saw it, so they weren't worried about me getting oh, yeah. my cover blown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I remember when we were. I guess we have to explain the premise of, of Damage Control. We were members of a cast, and and we would play different characters in every episode. And uh, So you met me because you sold a Land Rover. Yeah. See? But there's a lot of... I wanted, oh, to, I wanted to start from the very beginning. Yeah. I managed that, to tie that all together. Uh-huh. Yeah. I told you it would end up in a bow. Bing! Um, and I just remember... So I was always like myself... and. Tell me if I'm wrong, but we always used our real names because no, we were we were nobodies. Yeah. We always used our real names because so no one would like call someone the wrong, the wrong name, name and whatever. And with with everyone doing like an ensemble, different roles, different episodes, yeah. things just a lot easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because last episode you were Frank, and now you're Craig, and I, yeah. I, you're just always Ben. But the thing is, and I don't know how they knew this. Um. But you, like, I always just kind of played myself. And the, and the episode where I had the biggest part is where I just went in as, like, the, the dad's friend. And my wife left me, and I was, like, just myself. I, I was always kind of myself. One time I was a professor, but I was still myself. You, they trusted with, like, um, accents and stuff. Yeah. Like, you played a, a Russian guy? Mm-hmm. Who else? I think that was the only accent that I did on that show. I did a lot more accents in like the earlier days of stand-up, but doing accents is a very different world now. Like I actually, I went through a lot of my old stand-up clips that are online, yeah. and I, I pulled a lot of them down. Because they just weren't as good? No, I still- Oh, oh they I, were a little too uh I still on the nose. stand by the jokes, but like a two minute long Asian character act out hits a little different in yeah. 2022 yeah. than it did in- 2009 mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like um i used to have a bunch of characters that i can't i did like the white black white black guy but he was a white guy who took like these and you just can't do that yeah anymore you should cut that part don't cut it out no no don't i mean i mean that that's a real thing and people ask me this i do a q a before my show mm-hmm. um and I'm, I'm i'm probably i'm planning on not doing that in 2023 so after this year i'm going to stop it mm-hmm. and part of it is I, I don't mind it it's just i go out there and people ask me questions and stuff like that and it's all it's always pretty fun it's some interesting crowd work and stuff like that but i think it's better if i just come out and they everyone's kind of seeing me for the first time yeah. rather than me coming out and i'm and because sometimes people don't have questions and i tell stories and i mean it's all you can't ask me a question that I've never been asked before. Like, you know, people try and then and then mm-hmm. and then they are trying to be funny and then they just it, it always they land on their face. Yeah, you know? I think for you, like your audience are like fans that like kn- like really know you. Some some are. Now it's actually growing to a point where a lot of people are coming because they want to see stand up. And now it's like 50 50. Mm-hmm. Half of the audience doesn't know who I am, which is kind of interesting, but they don't have questions. You know, I'm like, no one has questions. And like, I'm like, sir, do you, you, you don't have any questions? He's like, no. I'm like, have you ever seen my show? He's like, no. I'm like, all right, so you have a question. Who the fuck am I? Like, let's, let's start there, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm just not going to do it anymore. But um, uh, yeah, I just like, if you do it that way, there's like a nice little barrier where yeah. you're just, you're the performer yeah. doing your job. Although I, I, think the audience. I think it's kind of cheating. Like I talked to Greg Fitzsimmons, you know who he is? Mm-hmm. Like he, he was like, I could not do that. I need to like go into my like safe place before I 
go on stage and like kind of get in the right headspace. And for me, it's like, no, maybe in the beginning I, I needed to, but now it's just like, I, I'm, I know, I know as long as I know my, my first word, you know, my first story. <laughs> Stand up is easy as long as you can have all of your material readily available to remember while yeah, you're on or, stage. Or, or you just have a, do you, do you put your notes down? Uh, what I do, um, it's actually worked out pretty well is I will, I tape most of my shows now cause right. I cut clips all yeah. the time. Yeah. But what I've found to be very helpful and effective for me is I do have a set list in all caps, nice and bold on the notes app. And so as they're announcing me, I open up the voice recorder, hit record, then scroll over to the notes app and just leave that on like the stool mm -hmm. on stage. And the voice recorder does a pretty pretty great job of yeah, capturing right. mic audio and audience and then the oh, notes Oh, I see. I see. Got it. Okay. Cuz I I actually use that with the camera in the back of the room as your audience And that's how I've been able to get, you know, pretty high quality footage that yeah. also has usable audio. Right. Um, but the notes app just having I don't know, just having a set list that I can peek at just brings me some comfort. I um well, one of the questions I get asked is people say, how do you feel comedy has changed in the last like 10 years? So mm -hmm. I, I first did it, did stand up maybe like 12 years ago. And when I did my drinking made easy tour and I had a joke, okay, I can probably like, I can, I can modify this right now to like say it, but no, this is pretty much how I said it. I said like, Jesus, um, you know, had a last supper. All I'm saying is if I had my last supper, I wouldn't invite all dudes. So it's just something along those lines and people are like, whoa, what, what is that? Oh, is that anti-gay? You're like, no, I just, I just, I don't, I don't know. Is that offensive? You could still, you could still do that. I, Was it more offensive the way you originally said it? Um, yeah. <laughs> did you, did you just, did you just de I did, I did, it? I did. Well, I didn't use any slurs <laughs> or anything like that. Uh -huh. Um... I don't know. No, I don't. I don't. I, I think that was pretty close to what it was. Oh, yeah. I can find it. I can find it. Just put it up right here. There. There. That's it. Boom. If you didn't see it, it's because it was too offensive. <laughs> oh, no. You're going to Yeah. If you want to find it, it's still on Vimeo. It's uh, Zane's Big Gay Christian Dinner. Yeah. That's the name of the. You know, one of the things I did was. I don't think it's. I don't know. I did um, this breakup scene. And so my buddy and I. Went to lunch. My oh, buddy. I know. I've seen this. Seen I know it. what you're talking. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the uh, over the top. Yeah, like and we yeah and we have we we started having a fight. Uh -huh. We shoot it in West Hollywood at this restaurant called Skewers, and they were in on it, whatever. Uh -huh. And had two vans outside and a bunch of cameras. It was shot really well. That's that was one of the things I'd spent the twenty eight thousand five hundred dollars on was a mm -hmm. real producer to come in and like and and make sure it was it was shot properly and everything. And so like yeah, we had a big breakup because I was late. To, uh, to to lunch, <clears throat> and then at the end, um, I end up uh, saying I was late because I this was your birthday surprise, and I rip off my clothes and I'm yep. wearing like a, uh -huh. a sexy that. outfit and a gag ball. And I remember seeing that like 15 years ago. Ah, those are the days. Huh? Those are the days. Ah, when white men could get away with working, anything. working, <laughs> working in Hollywood. Um, so. Um, I have an interesting piece of information here. Uh -oh. So damage control, you and I did that, uh -huh. and I'll get to this. Um, is uh, we did that, and I remember a specific moment where you and I were on a um, in a van, the production van, 
heading from New York City to New Jersey. Most mm-hmm. of this stuff happened in, in New Jersey because it was it was only one of two states where doing it was even legal. Is that is that a real thing? Yep. They could only legally they could only shoot in Jersey and Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Because they buried cameras in people's actual homes. You know, this wasn't right. a public place. Right. And and and, and it was always boys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and no, there was one girl. No. Oh, yeah. I witnessed us cause her like an actual mental breakdown. I'll never forget this girl in this nice house in Jersey laying on the floor, stomach down, having hyperventilating and smashing her wrists against the floor like, why won't everyone leave? As a little person kiss band is setting yes. up in the backyard. Oh, I remember, yeah, yeah. With the, 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 who was the, Muhammad, the big, tall, Middle Eastern man? Mm-hmm. He was like 6'6", super fun, really knew how to drink. I almost, I watched him almost hooked up with the little person kiss, yeah. Maxi. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Anyway, so he's a, he's a clown. But they did it. There's a, there's a little person kiss band. Mm-hmm. And she's having a mental breakdown. They, they were hook, like, they didn't actually. No, they up. they pulled the plug on the whole episode. No, they, no he's, he didn't hook up with her. Oh, I'm not sure. I just remember being in a hotel room. We were all pretty stoned, and Maxi was trying to like unbutton his pants. He was like, No, no, no. She was like, Come on. But you know, she's like extremely small, and he's he's a, extremely he's a big. gigantic man. They they would um so they would all. It's funny. You have to be a local. So I would fly into New York, mm-hmm. not tell anybody, and then. A few times I just, when you and I got to know each other, I would crash at your place. Mm-hmm. And then we would go get into vans yep. and then drive to New Jersey. New Jersey. And, and people would normally like quiet, but you and I sometimes would get into these like funny, just, I don't know, almost like bits or something like that. And I was just like, I, I, I'm just going to tell you that I was just always so impressed with your improbability. And I was just like, this guy is going to. Thank you. This guy is going to go places, and you did Jersey with me. I went to Jersey with um, you. <laughs> in fact, there was there there is a um, uh, this ranking, and when I say ranking, you probably know what I'm going to bring up. This is a ranking of certain celebrities. Mm-hmm. Um, on the list that I found, uh, you are number five. Interesting. Um, it is the top uh, uh, celebrities with Crohn's disease. Oh yeah. Uh, and you, uh, so Dwight. Wait, let me see if I can guess. Let me see okay, if I can yeah, guess. sure. Uh, this is as, as of 2017. There's there's some additions. You can I will take your additions okay. on as well. Uh, Mike McCready from Pearl Jam. Is he on there? No. He's not on there. No. So I'm, pump, I'm bumping you down. <laughs> uh, and I, you know you're right. I, I've seen I saw him on a list because when you started talking about this, you did like this whole you did a stand up thing, and it was just like. <laughs> when you and I were doing this show, which we'll get to, we did this show called Mr. Personalities, and you're like, yeah, I'm one of the um, top ten celebrities with Crohn's disease. I'm like, how rare is this disease? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not even like, who, who else has it? Like, like ten people? <laughs> yeah. I'm also one of the only ten people who have it. Yeah. <laughs> one, of tw- one of 20. So. It, it, yeah. Of the ten of us. Okay, go ahead. So, free, free, yeah, Mike got it. Uh, oh. Um, Do you know Pete, the new one? Pete Davidson. Yeah, he's a new one. Uh, he's had it for a, I mean. Well, yeah, he's had it for a while, but he, he hasn't wasn't been like when super we, duper when we, public. yeah, because yeah. you're first on this list in like 2011. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I was one of the OG. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh this might be too old though. This singer. No, no, it's it's this is this is very old. Singer Anastasia. Oh no. It's like an older reference. Uh, Amy Brenneman, the actress. Oh, okay. She's a smoke show. Uh, she's number four. Number three, Theron Fleury, a hockey player. Mm-mm. 
a few sports people on there. Shannon Doherty. Okay. Yep. Yep. Nine hundred two one. Oh. Uh, and then uh, Dwight Eisenhower. Dwight Eisenhower had Crohn's. Yeah. Huh. He's number one. Uh, uh, notables um, were Pete Davidson because he was not on this particular list. Mm-hmm. In 2017, it was not public information. Right. Uh, and then uh, notable Charles Darwin. Charles Darwin. Right. It's kind of funny. The survival of the fittest, right? Well, right. So if it, it's um, well, I won't explain what it is. Can you explain what it is? Oh. Uh, Does it make you have stinky farts? Yes. Okay. But. Shannon Doherty has stinky farts. Fact? Sing it from the rafters, Shannon Doherty. It's a incurable intestinal inflammation, basically. Mm-hmm. It kind of, in, in, in terms of what it feels like, food poisoning. That's what it feels like. Okay. With like bouts of that on and off forever. Like, the, oh, really? Well, there's no cure. It's chronic. But did you have a piece of your intestine removed? I did. Okay. Came back. <laughs> the, the, int- <laughs> the intestine? It did. Uh, <laughs> One day. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Joe! <laughs> yeah, let's get, get back in. I miss you, buddy. Open your mouth. Um, so, yeah, it, it almost always recurs. Reoccurs? Recurs. So, so is it like, is it in your body or is it in that piece of intestine? Well, it, both. There's there's two main, there's two, the main version of Crohn's is where your, your guts just basically like, are like, um, a bouncer at a uh, last call, like everyone out. Oh, like you food in, food out immediately. Dude, um, I'm the worst host. Donko. That's right. Uh, I have a, a, a less common form where. Cheers to my butthole. Uh, to your entire, entire, to your entire. To my guts. Intestinal to my guts. System. To, to guts. To your guts. You yeah. got guts. Not as much as you used to. <laughs> That's true. I'm short a foot. To guts. May we all get hey, up in them. A foot? Mm-hmm. A foot? That's what they cut out. Uh, but did mine, you, did mine, did I see the foot? No, I wanted to like bronze it and keep it as a necklace, but they wouldn't, well, um, wouldn't keeps, let me keep it. Um, cat balls in the fridge. So whenever one of our cats gets its testicles removed, she saves them. They're in the fridge. I can go get you some. For what reason? I don't. I don't. She, I think she thinks it's cute. She doesn't think. She doesn't think mine are cute. Man, things you can't do when you're single. Um, <laughs> you want a drink? I got cat balls. Uh, yeah. You want to yeah. see something? Mine but, is mine is super localized in one area, so that gets so inflamed it seals itself up. Wow. So I get so that. It, uh, oh wow. So. And how's yeah. it open? It does it itself? Slowly. I have to wait for the inflammation to go down and or, you know. So you take painkillers or? No. Just kind of normalize, you know. Anti-inflammatory? Bloating, yes. Medicine? I, uh, I jab myself in the tummy once every other month. It's actually super easy with a, a very, very expensive drug called Stellara, and that's an anti-inflammatory. So that helps. You do it on a regular basis or you do it when you have a flare-up? Uh, regular basis. It's every other month. Next time I have you on the show, can you do it on the show? Sure. Cool. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like... <clears throat> is it as bad as it used to be? That's a good question. That's a very good question. Uh, I guess the answer is I don't know because a lot of what was so bad back in the day was my lack of kind of knowledge about what was going on. And 
really even medicine as uh, a whole. Sure. Like being, they've, they've like discovered being scared is part of it. Yeah. They, it. They've learned so much more about it since then. Cause when I got diagnosed in 97, it was still like, what's that? We, you know, it's, it had been around for a while, but it was, it was still very relatively uncommon. If more famous people had it, they would have found a cure for it by now. Without a, without a doubt. You're not wrong. Come on, celebs. <laughs> when Ben Morrison's number five. Congratulations, by yeah. the way. That's pretty good. I'm Thank you. Um, uh, in Syracuse. I am. Uh, they're putting together a Walk of Fame, mm-hmm. and I'm number eighty-seven. Hell yeah! They're gonna do a ceremony. You gotta fly in for that. No, I think they. I don't think they ever fell through <laughs> with it. But here's what's bullshit. Number one, Tom Cruise. That's fine. He grew up in Liverpool, as did I. Mm-hmm. He um, grew up going to the same church as I went to. Mm-hmm. My great uncle was the Tom Cruise is from upstate, from Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, huh. uh, just outside Syracuse. And my uncle, who's a priest, uh, baptized Tom and me, Thomas. Cruz Maypother, the third, I believe. He's a third, and his last name is May- Maypother. May- really? Yeah. Wow. Thomas Maypother. Um, but it's so Cruz is his middle name. I, I think, I think so. Cruz what, just seems. That's what they say. I've, I wonder if he made that up because his name is so like. This is a movie star's name. Well, my sister, uh, you know, Lamprey is, it's a name. And uh, do you know what it is? Lamprey? Yeah. I mean the, the actual. Yeah. Yes. Which is it's a it's a similar to a or in the family of hagfish. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which doesn't make it any better. And it is a fish. No, it's a you're a hagfish. It is a jawless fish, mm-hmm. uh, eel that attaches itself to fish. And then sucks out the um, the insides of the the innards of the fish. Oh, you've, this is our friendship. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like our friendship. <laughs> is he okay? He, is he messing? I can have him sit back. He's good. Am I? I can't. I don't have the ab strength to sit forward. Uh, okay, so uh, we got that abs. out of the way. I'm trying to get back in shape. When you get old, this shit's just oh, way. Oh, I have two pieces of inf- information. Way harder. Uh, Jesse, who's our producer, mm-hmm. reached out to you to say, hey, what's going on? And I said, I, I, I think I have enough stuff, but what did you learn from Ben? There's three pieces of information. Mm-hmm. One, you're doing a comedy special one hour. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get to that. Uh, two, um, you are recently single. <laughs> that was kind of an interesting piece of information. <laughs> Ladies, um, you could probably slide into his DMs pretty easy. It's What's your Instagram? At Ben the Morrison. Ben the Morrison mm-hmm. uh, on Instagram. Don't all go there at once. Maybe you come back on the show, jab yourself, and tell us how many people slid into your DMs. Hit me up after a jab. Yeah, or they can, or they can stick you, and you, you'll, you'll stick them. Ladies, I'm just looking for boom. A lady to shove something into my stomach. Yeah. Aren't we all? Reciprocity. Then you get to. <laughs> That'd be a bad then, name for a dating And then the other app. thing is, you consider yourself a nerd. Either you oh, yeah. used to be a nerd, or you you are a nerd now. What what is that? What defines that? I think. The definition of nerd is loving something to where you go to an almost obsessive. Is this gonna affect your Crohn's? No, it's fine. Suck it up. Obsessive degree. And when I love something, I uh, these are long sticks. Thanks. You know, I'll I'll throw on a four-hour Star Wars documentary. You know, on YouTube. That makes you a nerd. The level of obsession it would take to 
compel someone to do something like that and pay attention. It's not like you made it. Also, I'm a gamer. And okay. I have... I, I would say this makes me a nerd. I have a PS5 and I have 11 terabytes of games. Okay. Like 350 games on tap. I think I think it's going to be the 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 actual games that you play uh -huh. that make you a nerd. And I think there's my favorite levels. game is The Witcher Three. The Witcher Three. Uh huh. Jesse, do you know about that? To give him a, a nerd rating, a zero to ten, ten being nerd. Oh, you want to you want to go nerd? Huh? You want to go there? Yeah. I just platinumed Elden Ring. How about that? You know what that means? Thank you, sir. And then, I beat Demon Souls, and then, I beat Sekiro, which almost drove me to my breaking point of insanity. And I'm one boss away, as of the taping of this podcast episode, from beating Dark Souls 3 and all the DLC. It's surprising that you're single. <laughs> That's well said. It's been a hard year. It's been a hard year. Um... So you have a, a comedy special that you're working on. Yes, I'm going to Have be, you ever had one? I've had... I've seen clips that have been... The last, like, official album I put out was 10 years ago that I did in Vegas. It was video and audio? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But that was 10 years ago before what? really pulling anything up um, on oh, a streaming service. Oh, was it, was it in high def? I don't think so, no. Was it like, did, is it something you produced or? Yeah, and then it was Remember released. what Jesse said about being quiet when you opened the graham oh, crackers? The plastic. Zane, you have military choppers going overhead. This that's, is. That's a good point. That's a good point. Here, why don't you put your, push this back. Here, there we go. There we go. Be honest, who are you performing for right now? Me, Jesse, or the home audience? Myself. Okay, there you go. That is, there's a nerd. There's the nerd level. Gotta, now, did you, you, you spin the mic around so that here now you need to re-spin it and name it? I'm just you. preparing all the ingredients, Okay. you know? Because I don't, I don't want to get into like a marshmallow is ready situation, but then not have chocolate and graham. Yeah, that's a good point. Ready. I guess that you could say that I achieved the elven level, <laughs> which, uh, the elven which, level. which lord five. <laughs> in the uh, making of s'mores. Now that would actually not be true because I, what my goal at some point is to just make this beautiful, uh -huh. lightly toasted uh -huh. marshmallow. But the problem is, is that we have flames here. If we had like yeah. a piece of wood that got really hot, uh -huh. the flames went away. Then it's so hot, you just put the the marshmallow up there, and it's gonna just like oh bake, no bake perfectly. Now you have flames to contend with. Well, I that, always say that, interesting. yeah, marshmallows taste best when the extra ingredient is propane gas. Yeah, yes. Also, uh, just a, you know, wrapper tip. Yeah. Why don't you just hand me that with everything unwrapped ready to go? Um, I, and then I you think part of it, completely avoid all the... So, there's a reason. Classic uh, Mel puts these together. Uh-huh. And, and she, everything's wrapped up because she wants people to feel that everything is like... Safe? Safe. Oh, the pandemic's over. Biden just said it. He, no, he did not. Yeah, he did. He did an interview this weekend where he said the pandemic's over. I'm just afraid but that we're going to end this podcast without you having toasted a fucking marshmallow. Look, man. You see how all this is ready? Okay. So is mine. But, but, I, but I've done it. I've done it multiple times. 
Okay, so you so you're working on a special. Please don't. There's plenty of space where you don't need to come in and intrude on mine. Um, you're dancing with the devil there, brother. <laughs> so, so, you, so you're working on uh, a special right now. Yeah, well, that will be <clears throat> my project for the fall. Is shooting my own special. I'm in the middle of. Um, you know, it's pretty much fall right now. You're right about that. <laughs> Maybe for early spring. <laughs> well, I just started a new. I'm writing for a TV show now, so okay. that has been a very big shift in my free time. You're writing like uh, not a spec? You're, 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 you're a writer on something? Yes. Oh, wow. You, uh, can you say what it is? Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, it's syndicated. It's funny you should ask. Okay. It is a comedy game show. It's on CBS here twice a day in LA, but oh, it's syndicated. Okay. So So how many episodes do they make? Oh, just fuck, three bajillion million. Got it's it. syndicated and out, it's yeah. daily. Um, Byron Allen. It's Byron Allen's show. Oh, it's a Byron Allen thing. Oh, that yes, guy it is. is a money printer. He's the king of syndication. He really is. He really is. Coming I w- up next. <laughs> yeah, I've done comics unleashed. You know and- what he did? He so for people who don't know, um, they do something called press junkets uh-huh. when they're <laughs> <laughs> when they're when they're launching a movie. And they have the celebrity go to a hotel. You, 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 if you saw the movie Not- Notting Hill, you would have seen this happening. And so they have the celebrity sitting in a hotel room. And uh, the press just file in one after another. And, um, uh, and then sit down and ask the celebrity questions. And they get like 10 minutes or 7 minutes, whatever it is. And then they leave. Uh-huh. The next one comes in. And that's a junket. And, it's, and I... I I've done, I did one for three sheets. I can't imagine, and, and mine was very short. I can't imagine like an actual star doing it. Um, my friend was Mel Gibson's publicist and, and between each person, they had to bring in a triple espresso just to have him <laughs> there. So he could, he was, that's, he was riding that the entire time. How much? So, so Byron Allen went and did those uh-huh. and made a special about just, oh, just, just the press junkets. junkets. And then he syndicated it. And because it was just celebrities yeah. talking about movies, it like exploded. Yeah. He was on the show Real People before that. Yeah. And then when he he mastered this syndication game, yeah. he doesn't have to work anymore, by the way. Oh no, he just idly bought the Weather Channel three years ago <laughs> for like three hundred million dollars or something mm, like that. There's a bee's nest. I see. I assume <laughs> that because you have Crohn's, you wouldn't have been cursed with some other affliction like being allergic to bees right <laughs> oh my god what's happening right now is my chair is trying to fall backwards so i'm gonna adjust it oh yeah continue what were you saying <laughs> oh did you drop a marshmallow is that what happened no 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 my my chair is perfect there we there we go i was like starting to fall backwards so this year, I'm in the middle of uh, directing and producing a stand-up special for okay. a, sep- a different comedian. Oh, and what about you? What about your own? That will happen, like I said. I, I think at this point, maybe after the new year. How? But I mean, I I just I did the hour last month. I called at you up. Flappers. So it's kind oh of oh ready you to did go. oh got it okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, via the production I'm doing now I'm a mess <laughs> I've kind of learned everything I need to know about how to produce a feature I want to be clear your marshmallow 
What are you doing? Has like literally zero toast to it. Yes, I know because it's expertly cooked. Feel this. This is this is it. That's what you're going for. All the soft, gooey insides. Come on, buddy. <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> Man, that's all you need to do is just sit there and be patient. Yes. <laughs> mm. You know I've done before. I put the cracker here by mm -hmm. the fire and the chocolate on it. You want to do that next? Let's do that next. That'd be sure. fun. Sure. Okay. Let's try all the ways. And then you just gotta let the chocolate melt a little bit. Give it a second. Wow. Be honest. Be honest with me. Do I have any marshmallow in my mustache? No. Okay. A little, little on your bottom lip right here. Okay. Uh, okay. Camera ready, buddy. I um. I just did my. Um. I I just you know it's funny I called you up. I guess you probably remember this, but I called you up um, about a year and a half ago, a little bit longer, almost a year ago. I said, hey man, I'm going on the road. I'm gonna be doing an hour. Mm -hmm. um, like, how do I prepare for that? Like, what do I need to do? And you go, I, I don't know, just do it. <laughs> that was your advice? That was the extent of your advice. And I was like, okay, I guess that's it. Because I'm sure I said something deeper than that. No, no, you're like, shit. You're like, I don't know, man. Jeez, you're going to go out and just do an hour? I'm like, right. yeah. And so I wrote an hour, and I just started doing it. I actually sat around this fire pit six different nights with, like, just friends, and I just I just mm -hmm. did it. And um, it was choppy, and I was reading it, and then I started doing it on stage. And I, I, I started off with, like, three pages of notes, like, printed out pages of notes. Mm -hmm. Worked my way down to two pages one page and then your bullet point list is there mm -hmm. and when i just did this special um I, and then i and then in march i recorded it as a special that was show 109 and what i didn't think about was the fact that i do an hour every night mm -hmm. and so i'm able to just hone that hour in change things around it's it's a luxury to be able to do it so show after i did 108 show 109 and 110 were the special, both on a Sunday, early one, late one, and then I just recorded it and then whatever. But I had a barrel. This is nerdy. You tell me what level of nerd this is from nope. zero to ten. Um, it, it's. Uh, is I, there a wizard anywhere on the story? Uh, <laughs> it, uh, yeah. That would help. Yeah, me. Yeah, me. Oh. Um, so I I took the uh, uh, I have my set list. And I have a barrel on stage where I keep my drink. Mm -hmm. And I took a photo of the barrel, of the top of the barrel. And then I brought it into Photoshop and took my text of my stand-up and put it on top of the barrel. Then printed it and then cut it out as a half circle and put it on the barrel. And there's my set list on top of the barrel with the wood grain. It matched it exactly. Yeah. And you can never see that it was there. It's brilliant. N nerd level. I'd say more MacGyvery nerdy, but definitely in the ballpark. Seven? Yeah, let's go seven. <sighs> yes. On a scale of 50. Anyway. <laughs> wow. So I'm not, I can't. <clears throat> no, that's good. Like, but... It used to be like, hey, nerd. You know, and there was like a nerd culture and probably what like really like made it like, is this cool? Was Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. I mean, nerds were maligned enough that they made a whole movie series about the revenge of them, you know? Yeah, right. Got it. Got it. Right. Like, there's, like, revenge of the Sith and the nerds. Like, that's... But really, I think when you when you realized as... Back then, 
you thought that you were alone in a lot of the things that you did. Yes. Like masturbation, um, liking video game. Did you just exhale smoke? My vape. Oh, what is it? This is like a jewel. But what's in, inside it? Oh, my favorite flavor. It's called cornbread pudding. But but is it tobacco or weed? Tobacco. I have weed. I got. He says he's got weed. Listen to this guy talk about weed. Um, I'll show you something. No, I'll just go grab it. <laughs> I'll just go grab it. And that is a lot of weed. Yeah. So I was starting to say it earlier. I went to um, Golden Seed, this weed farm, and uh-huh. did stand up in front of 200, 200 250 uh, stoned people. Uh-huh. And it wasn't like the giggle fest that you think it's going to be. No, it's not. They were just like listening and like whatever. I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep going. And it was light out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was outside. Yeah, oh, yeah. It was like, do take all the worst conditions for comedy and then you're like, go, go up on stage. Yeah, no, I did stand up at the High Times Festival once. Oh, really? I drove like an hour down. And that was like back when dabbing was really big, like dabbing like the big, like the crack of weed. Oh, not this. <laughs> no. Not okay. That. Oh, sorry. No, dabs like wax, like concentrate oh, where you blow torch uh-huh, it and uh-huh. get you higher than anything's ever gotten Why you before. Why would you need to get that high? I don't know, but at the time, they were, and you just go from station to station dabbing. So the people in the audience it was like the Walking Dead. Wow. Had, like there was a windstorm at a big outdoor stage, and like, like if they blinked. That was basically an applause break. Right, 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 right. Like, I I was like, all right, they're they're not getting into this, <laughs> so I'm bringing it to them. And so I just started doing crowd work, mm-hmm. and people weren't volunteering. I was just talking, and there were these two guys, and I call them. What are these Muppets names? Uh, Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. I don't think that's what people said when we were there. Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, they um, they're these two old guys. I can show you a photo of them. And they were just sitting there just like zero. And I was like, are you guys not having fun? And they're like, uh, no, we're, we're cool. They just were nodding. And <laughs> come to find out, they were just, I'm like, are you guys stoned? And I'm like, yeah, how stoned? They're like, really stoned. They were just like out of their out of their mind. <laughs> like, look, look, look at these guys. <laughs> That's them. Yeah. And they were just sitting there and they were just expressionless. And expressionless, and they were just so high. And so, anyway, this was a, a weed company. It's a, it's called Golden Seed. It's the first public weed company, so people can invest in it. And you don't need to be like an accredited investor. Accredited basically means you need to be like rich mm-hmm. on paper. You need to make a certain amount or be worth a certain amount. And this was just open to anybody. And so it was an it's a yearly investor party. I was doing the stand up for it. Mm-hmm. And did you invest? Yeah, yeah, I did, and uh, um, I, I was one of the first first ones. But and now there's like thousands of people in it, and they've had multiple rounds. But they had various stations of like like you know like you would have uh, egg coloring. Yep. They had joint rolling, and then mm-hmm. they had like various stations. And there was one that had like a pile of weed, and so I had um, from the previous <laughs> show that I was at in Modesto, they're like, we got you some snacks, we don't know what you want, but feel free to take everything with you. I'm like, all right, so I had some, and then I took them with us, and we had these little Pringles cans, and I had an empty Pringles can, I'm like, you would you would fit a good amount of weed. Yeah. And so I just went up and just grabbed it, and then... God damn, dude, yeah. you see that? Yeah, that's a lot of weed. What? 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 I don't know. 
I would have taken that, man. <laughs> Isn't that theoretically going to get Jamie really high? <laughs> if the wind's blowing that way? We're about to find out. For everyone listening to the audio. Oh, yeah, yeah we should be clear about what's happening. Zane just took, I'd say, three pretty fat nugs. Yeah. You know, like 50 bucks at the at the dispensary and just chucked them into the fire. Yeah, that was, yeah, that's about, yeah. And they're, they're that's good, that's really good stuff, too. Like, you can begin, you can smell it. Oh, you're oh you're taking it in. It's beginning to toast. Actually, it's probably right. It's might be in the perfect spot. I probably don't want to like get it too. Oh, it's, it's going so, up now. It's so sticky. Oh wait, here, because I have sticky. Oh wow. Okay, there it goes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the point is. If it's supposed to, it probably shouldn't like. Yeah. So anyway, there. For for the people that are watching it, this the is them on fire. Really Mm. This is good weed too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'll I'll send you home with that. That's called. Uh, here's the thing about it. There, I got one thing. It's called um, like like. When I was in college, mm -hmm. you, you absolutely never saw something like this. No, no, no. This is just like, and it's really soft and like sticky. Yeah. It's like amazing. And one of them's called. I took three. One of them is called, um, I don't want you to think I'm being a jerk. So I got you this. This is a, uh, your own you little, what's a little, <laughs> <laughs> little golden seed. Where'd you pull that it's got from? weed. And I got this for you. This is for, for Ben Morrison. Oh, thank you, you so know, much. You know, maybe, maybe you smoke it and then maybe you want to invest. On it. That's amazing. I'll invest. Thank you. This is very generous of you. I really appreciate this. Um, Banana I, macaroon. I think it's like goldenseed.com or GC. And a thank you today's sponsor. Golden Sea. Uh, yeah, pretty much. When you want to get really high yeah. and hang out with Zane Lamprey. So that one's called what? Uh, banana Macaroon. Right. And then this one is called Frozen Margarita. Okay. And then the other one is called um, Apple Fritter. That's really good. And here's the thing. You can you picking it up any banana or <laughs> macaroons? Like they all smell like weed and they all taste like weed it's not like you go like frozen margarita that's the audacity to like suggest there's a cool sensation of lime and citrus and I usually tequila. Uh, I have like a weed vape okay there we go. boom yeah this is my weed vape so okay. I just think these are wildly convenient yeah I don't I get a little too paranoid and I smoked during that set, and uh -huh. I was, I was, I, I, I well, what else, you really, you gotta watch, like, how much you tug on this bad boy, like, I just do, like, a 3-1000, and I'm good. Well, here, no, so, so, I, I, I smoked a joint. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that can get re all, really, there, a lot of stuff really quick, and so, I had to, um, not let myself go, you know, like whatever. I just had to be like, you're just forget forget the fact you're yeah. stoned. Just power through it. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't get paranoid or whatever it is. So I don't. So I had a a pen for a while, and the pen was the best way to take it in mm -hmm. because it was. Um, you always knew what you're getting, like you're saying. You you're measuring mm -hmm. out. You know how much you want to get. Whatever. So I had when I moved in here, I had a Fourth of July party, and very very soon before that, um, I think it was medicinal or recreational something happened where my wife and I are like we're having a 4th of July party let's uh let's go get some weed mm -hmm. we can go do it so we went next to our our buddy's uh CrossFit gym there's a dispensary so we went there 
really well handed on the mic there. Uh, we went there. I just kind of like I was allowed to go in. You were allowed like a plus one. Yep. So it must have during medical times. And she had her card. And we uh, went in there and picked up some chocolates and some gummies and some joints and whatever. And then when people came over for the party, you're like, yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And so we broke open the chocolate bar and we each took like a half of a like like this like a like this Hershey bar. Mm-hmm. We took like half of this half of like a would you call that a rectangle like a hershey rectangle do you know what the milligrams were no 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 idea but but we were smart enough to know to like take it easy take it easy yeah and we went out and in the pool the pool was heated and we started playing basketball and there was like six guys and we're just splashing around all the the everybody else was kind of hanging out just drinking it was just having fun and because we were playing basketball, we didn't think about the fact that we were high. We forgot because mm-hmm. we're trying to, we're, we have a, a goal, you know, like maybe we're super into it, but we don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the guy who's not playing is sitting on the side of the pool, like like <laughs> literally like, like, I don't know what movie it is. Like he wants to like fall in the pool and drown himself. You know like what I mean? Like Nero and Awakenings. Is that what happens? Remember that old movie with yeah, of course. Robin Williams? Yeah. Is that what he does? Catches the ball. Yeah. Out right. Yeah. Yes. No, this is one of those movies where the, where the, where like. You know what it is? It's um, uh, the the Will Ferrell movie. Oh, come on. Where he goes back to school. Oh. Um, old school. Old school. Yeah. It was he fall in the pool. Mm-hmm. And, Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> kind of a thing. And so anyway, he's just kind of like sitting there. And we're just like, are you okay? He's like, I'm just really stoned. We're like, we had the same amount. And we all stopped playing basketball. We're like, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, we're really stoned. But uh-huh. we, we got through the worst of it. Because when, when you have edibles, you do get the worst of it sometimes. And and then, so then we're all kind of coming off of it. And then we go in the house. And then you show up. Oh, and, yeah. I remember and, that. Yeah. And then I was like. Uh, play more hey. basketball. And I was like, you want, you want some chocolate? And you're like, sure. And why are you offering me chocolate? And then Caitlin, my friend, she's like, oh, is Zane, Zane's thinking about investing in this chocolate company. And you're like, oh, cool. And you take it. And you take a huge piece. And you're about to swallow it. I go, no, stop. Don't swallow it. <laughs> There's a lot of weed in there. Yeah. So you either swallow it or, and you're on this trip with us or you can spit it out and you can have control over the rest of the night. And you're like, well, I'm, I'm supposed to go to someone else's party. Like you're holding the chocolate in your mouth. You're uh-huh. like, eh, let's see where it goes. <laughs> and then you got really stoned and then we walked to, we're in Studio City. There's no, there's a really weak, there's no like central area yep. of, of for community to watch the fireworks. So we just found like a grassy area. Oh yeah, half <laughs> it was like here. a little triangle yeah, yeah. in a public park. Yeah. You yeah. couldn't really see anything. I there. mean, the size of this yard, you yeah. couldn't see anything. And so we're like, can you do your stand-up? And you're yeah. like, okay. I'm like, he's going to do it. And you did like 10 minutes of stand-up, yeah. and it was amazing. I'm I'm on demand, baby. That was really good. And anywhere, anytime, any place, I'll do it. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't really do edibles much. Like the last real experience I had... It's like 10, I can't do edibles, 10 no years ago before they were really regulated. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, hey, we made brownies. Yeah. Hey, we made it. And then I was with an ex-girlfriend who I had a very contentious relationship with. Go figure. Someone gave us like a whole big muffin and we just ate the whole. We split the muffin in half and so I ate half know, the do muffin. Do you know milligrams? At, well, at this again, this was before uh, there was any like yeah. regulation. Uh-huh. There was just we cooked a pile of weed. Oh, you made a, it? I didn't make it. Okay. A friend gave it to okay, us. Okay, got it. It was just like, how much is in it? I don't know, like a lot. So we just ate, I ate half the muffin, uh-huh. she ate the other half of the muffin, and we were watching Silver Linings Playbook about oh, two bipolar people. Oh, that's not a good movie to and watch. And we both had like a bad freak out yeah. watching 
Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper have uh-huh. bad freakouts, uh-huh. and I think that was the last time I really. That was my last big like edible memory. So I um, I've done it a few times, and on my next podcast, we'll, we'll be with my buddy Chris, mm-hmm. um, and he and I took edibles when we were camping, and to kind of get. I'm not ruining the story, but it starts to rain, so we all went into our tents. So each of us were paired up, like my mm-hmm. wife and I and whatever, and then so the, there's th- three couples and three tents. And it starts to rain, and then it starts to really, really rain. And we're in this valley in Arizona. And I'm like, and then um, Mel goes, look, and I'm, I took an edible like an hour before, and I'm like not in a good place. Oh, yeah, what did I say? Like, uh, it's not until you have too much edibles that you appreciate the slow intricate process of human digestion <laughs> what's that because if you get too high on like uh, a bong rip uh-huh you have a good like 45 minutes to just hold on there but with an edible you're in that for hours oh yes oh to, yes 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 ah, to, just the slowness your, of it your bad trip has to pass through your poop yes <laughs> yeah you're in it for a while and well, anyway, there was a flash flood, but I won't. Mel goes, uh, look, and <laughs> she points out to because we're laying in the tent, and she points out that the tent uh-huh. has so much water underneath it that it's a it's it's turned into a waterbed. Really? And did it leak? No, it was it was coming in from every direction. It mm-hmm. ended up with us having to run to high ground and our tents and everything being washed away. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. They all got like legit washed away. Legit washed away. No it was, way. It was the craziest thing. And we were high for it. So <laughs> I just, what I kept asking myself. <laughs> or did they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Am I overreacting? I was in, um, I think when you w- watch your lodging get washed away by the power of water, yeah. you're not overreacting. Yeah, but you just, but if you've had an edible, you're just not sure. You know what I mean? Like, you, you see your your buddy get picked up by hawks and taken up in the uh-huh. air and split in half. You're like, this is either, maybe it's the weed, or maybe this yeah. is, you know. Actually- Plot twist, you were so high, you were in your living room the entire time. Right. It was all. No, on a waterbed. On a waterbed. Um, Did you ever have a waterbed? I was thinking about this today. <laughs> My brother had a waterbed, uh-huh. and I don't know how he, because we were young. He was probably 14 no, at the nothing time. Nothing says worth the hepatitis like a waterbed. Hepatitis in what way? What's in the water? Oh, no, the person who owns it. <laughs> <laughs> nothing says uh, you'll be a meth head when you're older uh-huh. like a waterbed when you're a child. Yeah. Um, yes, he, he had one, and of course it was just like amazing to have. Yeah. But what, what the hell is it like to sleep on a waterbed? Like weird. Every time you move, it, it like ripples. Like I, <laughs> who the hell thought of a waterbed? I mean, there was a time when probably someone who slept on a boat and had a good experience. But there was a time when like I had friends, parents who slept on waterbeds. That's the worst though, uh-huh. because when you're on it yourself and you and you turn uh-huh. the whole thing, it takes a while for it to settle down. Yeah, and I think you could put some other substance in it. To make it not as wavy or whatever it is, but if you have two people in it, uh-huh. that's so awkward. <laughs> Every time you move, it's like boom, boom, like. I just don't know, like, what's the appeal? And now, when you like rent, you know, like, um, you have to sign something that says you have no water-filled furniture. Oh, because yeah. think because it's, at some point, yeah. there's a lot of water. Those are gonna leak. Yeah, I mean, you know who hated water beds? Landlords. Yeah, right. I mean, that seems like such a. I mean, that's. That's some 70s shit. Yeah. You know? I probably, it is some 70s shit. The cocaine is pure and the AIDS was what? not a thing. What, Ben? (laughs) Not a thing yet. Okay. (laughs) Wow. 
<laughs> let's just let's take it down and not die. Um, I want to have you back as and as your comedy special mm-hmm. develops, because I don't know if I've gotten the information from it that I that I was looking for. Oh no! What, what's it about? I saw you do an hour on Crohn's disease. Yeah, that that's the one man show I've been doing for okay. twenty years Got called it. A Comedian's Guide to Crohn's. And so, but which this, should be available on Spotify and Apple Music by the time people see this. This mm-hmm. next week. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. It'll be available like tomorrow, probably. Um. So you're gonna run home and put it up. Oh, it's already been uploaded. I'm just waiting the three days for. Oh, it to get oh, I up. see. Got it. Um. So, uh, your new spe- I've seen you do stand up, and me personally, I like it when you do characters. Mm-hmm. This bring this could bring us down a whole path. I'm not even gonna bring up Mr. Personalities because I want to talk about it in a future show yeah. because I we can put clips of it up. Dude, we have to. Uh, okay, here's right, the we, thing. We do. Here's we we thing. need to talk about. It. We'll here's talk about. It. Yeah. Here's the thing. Okay. I've still never seen most of that, and I remember doing it, thinking this is some of the craziest shit I've ever done. Here's what happened. I. You still have the hard drives, right? Just tell me you have them somewhere. I have them somewhere. Okay. I think. Yeah. I. Have, I think. That, yes, they're somewhere. Um. I. Because Yayo is still one of the funniest things I've ever done. I know. I know. Me too. What happened was. Um, I had sold Drinking Made Easy to Mark Cuban. Mm-hmm. And we went out and shot out all of our episodes during the summer. Mm-hmm. And then we're in post-production. We have 20 episodes or 24 episodes, and we're in post-production. Each episode, you have to write it, you have to edit it, yeah. do the voiceover, rewrite it, re-edit it. it just, it's, it's a process. During that, I have my team that's, that are doing things. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I, have some, I can pitch a show. Mm-hmm. Mark Cuban really likes this show. I have an idea for a show, Mr. Personalities. Um, I don't know if the name came first. Uh, actually, Dwayne, who you worked with for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Piedmont. It was th- the name was his idea, and I just knew that you did great characters. Mm. And so I said, "What if we did a show um, where you were?" So it was, it was a spoof on. Reality shows. That shit was brilliant, dude. So one was a the concept t- was. I still have not seen someone do it in the way that we yeah, did. Yeah, I think it was good. It was great. So, so the first episode was infomercials. Yeah, and we had you go to uh, uh, Venice Beach, and you were a ambiguously Mediterranean guy, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you took the nano stones. The nano stones, yeah. And and you showed, and I had looked up. People, people remember at one point people had these bracelets with nanotechnology, mm-hmm. and and then you would put your arms out and they could show if you put the the bracelet on you actually have better balance. But it's all it's all it's all a scam. And we scam. we went to a couple local malls to get the put your arms out. I can't tip you over yeah. thing done by real right. Nanostone salesperson. Yeah. Well, people selling those bracelets. Mm-hmm. So we decided, oh, let's pretend these magnetic stones. If you put them in your pocket, it helps your put one in each pocket or whatever you were saying. It it, it gives you like extra balance. And we were a hundred percent convincing people, and we could have sold them oh, on the spot if we wanted. I, I did, I, I'm pretty sure this was after Mr. Personalities, but I did an episode of um, Brain Games on Nat Geo, where I was essentially selling, you know, magnetic rocks or whatever. Yeah. And they sent me out to a, just a pavilion in Las Vegas. You know, they, they set everything up. And um, during the course of me taping that for four hours, I actually sold like $250 worth of f- fucking rocks. And I'm in the middle of shooting this. Based with, on the same thing? Uh, the same idea. Okay. It wasn't, it wasn't nanostone 
push down on the thing. Yeah. But it was that it was following that magnetic rock craze. And while I'm in the middle of taping this and I'm looking at two hundred fifty dollars cash that I got from real people, I was like, Why the fuck am I an actor? I could just actually sell rocks. Yeah, right, right, right. You know? Yeah. Well, so we, we had you be, like we shot we shot six episodes. One was infomercial and and one of them was we rented out a studio had a real studio audience, mm-hmm. and you were this guy selling this energy powder called Yayo. Yayo energy powder. And Ugh. Yayo, for anyone who doesn't know, is slang for cocaine. Mm-hmm. And you were you were like, the, the the gag was that during this special, you became more and more manic and out of your mind, sweat crazy and just whatever. Yeah, as, a, as I'm, and I was as, as I was doing Yayo as, energy as you, powder. Yes, if you, as you were doing this, uh-huh. you know, whatever this powder <laughs> was probably like a. Emergency or something or uh-huh. powder or whatever it was, um, or like baby laxative. I don't know. Whatever you're just kind of like. For the m- and then you, and then you can also snort it. And you just were going crazier and crazier. And then what's wrong with energy drink? When you drink it, which way does it go down? You don't want to go down. You want to go up, 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 up. <laughs> And then we had you do one more. Do you remember? Because it was like I think it was in threes, three three acts. Oh yeah, there was the um, the wipey wipey. The the, the, the Heine hand. The Heine hand. And you were <laughs> an Australian, a, an Australian guy. Uh-huh. And I remember this, and I and I want you to take this as a compliment. Oh, you, it's okay if you're hurt by it a little bit. Um, like you were so much cooler as an Australian guy. Like I was Big like, time. I wish that this guy was Big my time. friend. Yeah, I could like stay that guy now. What do you think? Get back into it. But you, but you were this guy for like hours. Long even time. when we, yeah, even when we cut camera you stayed in it so that we could shoot it the Heine hand was a a pledge duster mitt that you wear uh-huh. and you know to like polish your furniture and we pitched it as a something you would use to clean wipe out your, your wipe your butt yep. yeah and we got people to like really be into it so that was episode one then we did one on magic like 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 showing how magicians and how things certain things are done and then we did one on history like um, antiquing and stuff like that we did another one on um, um, I don't know we did six. Oh, the uh, 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 gator hunter the Australian yeah, then you actually went down to New Orleans I told Orleans. you the story about how I got stuck in character right yes because you went to a party afterwards we, well, we finished the taping yeah and then I stayed one more night because it was jazz fest in New Orleans and Mike our accomplice yeah his girlfriend, we all went out, and uh-huh. we were done taping. Yeah. But she still thought I was Australian, and I didn't have the heart to, like, tell her that I'd been lying to her and all of their friends all weekend. Right. So the race to the nod, so she's like, what's it like in Australia? I'm like, oh, it's great. Good times. And there's no cameras. I'm just out with yeah, yeah, friends, yeah, right? Yeah, And so the race to the nod, I'm like, oh, this is weird. I'm stuck. Stuck <laughs> stuck as this guy. With no one yeah. there except for Mike. I'm like, do not break character, bro. Okay, so the next day... Uh, I had to get driven to like the airport, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's like an hour long drive from mm-hmm. NOLA and Mike was going to take me, but he, he comes in right before we got to go and he goes, Hey, I can't, I can't do this. I have a, a surprise meeting. So my buddy who you met this weekend is going to drive you. And I was like, Oh, all right, uh, fine. And his buddy shows up and he's this big military guy and his girlfriend's with him too. And I'd hung out with him during the weekend. We're driving to the airport. And I'm still talking like this. It's been a day, and I've been talking like this because I didn't have the heart to yeah. break it to them that I wasn't actually Australian. So I'm sitting in the back seat, and the guy is just driving. He goes, you know, man, I really good time hanging out with you this weekend, boy. And uh, i got to tell you, man, I was over there in Iraq. We were stationed with some of you Aussie guys. 
Oh, yeah. We went through hell together. Yep. Y'all some good people. Yep. And I was, in my head, I was like, yep, now you're, now you're in. Yep. Sure are. Right. Yeah. In my head, I'm like, you're going to fucking hell, Morrison. <laughs> you are. You're going to hell. Yes. And I still, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't break head. Uh, for, for 24 days, for hours. For days when you got home, you felt so bad. You I was stuck there. like this. Yes. Your thoughts kind of adjust. Yeah, he called your mum. I did. I did. I called my mum. Um, and so, anyway, we shot all this. We, I sent the first one to Mark, which was maybe the first one we had done. I mm -hmm. thought it was kind of strong. I thought it was funny. It was the one with the Heine hand and the yayo yeah. and the the nano stones, and I sent it to Mark Cuban, all excited, and he's like, "I don't get it. I, I don't. This isn't kind, this isn't what I was thinking it was going to be." I'm like, "All right, well, let me send you one more." Mm -hmm. And then we went out and we did like the history one or something, another one, and sent half of it, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm, I'm going to pass." Like, I'm like, "No, little, dude, you, you 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 already paid for you, it. You already paid for it." <laughs> yeah. Well, I think if I remember correctly. He did actually pass, but at that exact same time, HGNet became Access TV. Right around, yeah, a little bit later. Um, it was, it was a, I don't know, it's probably around. Right I think it was, yeah. I remember it was like right around then. Yeah. Like not only is it a pass, but now it's a live music network. So we did a ghost episode yes. in Charleston. You sent me to a the fucking. And I got him, and I got haunted, you, I got you drunk, thinking prison. that you would get more scared, and you just became. We were trying to scare you in a house, and anyway. Um, no, you brought me to the, like the. That, yeah, a that abandoned br prison. Yeah, and, and he put me in like the basement of yeah. like the most haunted right. abandoned. But prison. But we were watching you with On, uh, infrared, infrared cam yeah. cameras. Then the ghost hunters. And we, and, and we had people kind of sneak around you to like scare you. But you were sitting there and you polished off a, a, a Moon, bottle of whiskey. Like yes, because I had just <laughs> shot an episode of Drinking Made Easy uh -huh. in South Carolina, and and had you fly in. It was easier if I just kept my crew there and yeah. had you fly in. And so I think we were drinking like Firefly. Uh, iced tea vodka, and you just like finished off like half a bottle. I and feel you, like I remember drinking it from like a, like a mason jar. Oh, it was that it was old. It was old smoky moonshine. Yeah, moonshine. Yeah, that's, that's what right. it was. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, I probably I know what it was. It was a, it was apple cinnamon flavored uh -huh. moonshine. And we're and we're just watching. And we're like he's he's drinking the whole thing. And then you. Maybe if you were so, I don't know. I don't know if you're gonna get scared. We should, we, were we should get Wilson over here too and watch some of those. I can't because he's he's so loud. He's quite loud. <laughs> My neighbors will call the police. They might. The Greg Wilson or Greg Romero it's, it's Wilson. It's Greg Romero Wilson Got now. It. Yeah, he grew the mustache and changed his name. And he he's you know he's, yeah he's doing good. I've never yeah. He he was the Greg Wilson. Mm -hmm. He was a uh, notoriously dirty comic. Yeah, Wh he, white guy. Yes. Then he met his wife, began to clean up his act. And then his and now then, wife. And then he went back to his. Dropped the V. Dropped the, the word V from his name. Mm -hmm. And then and then is Romero is a real thing. Uh, I think it's his. It is a real thing. Yeah. I think it's. His but mom. is he is he Latino? Yeah. Yeah. And and I didn't know that. You didn't? No. I thought he was just a well like a loud white guy. <laughs> really? And then he then he he was he was he called himself the Greg Wilson, and now he's Greg Romero, Romero Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. 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 He and I had a podcast for a while called the Jew and a Mexican and people kept thinking he was the Jew. Oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? I guess, I guess. How that, is that? I guess. Really? That, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, all right. You're going to come back and talk about the development of your special. Yeah. Um, you're going to tell us if anyone slides into your DMs. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then you are going to. Hey, girl, why don't you slide all up in BM's DMs? You know what I'm saying? Either. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> either, either you're going to inject yourself. I'm gonna inject you, uh -huh. or Jesse's gonna do it, or maybe Mel. Yeah. Or maybe we get passers by, and maybe we'll just get a passer passer by to come and do it. All right. Okay. I'll Re do it real quick before I let you go. 
you you're you're making a very big impact right now on social media, and I don't want to leave without talking about that. Mm-hmm. You've had some. Are, you're on TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Instagram. Is that what's what's what's? But you, I saw you on a um um a video an Instagram um, reel reel mm-hmm. that that went viral, right? What yeah. was what was the story? I, I don't know. I've had four or five clips. Go oh, like, really? What, what would you multiple what would, millions of views at this point? So, so viral would you say is once you go over a million? I'd, 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 no, I'd say viral is even like you know hundred thousand or so. Just in oh, terms got of, it. Got it. Okay. But I mean, like, yeah, cutting the comedy clips has like the, been the best thing I've ever done because I'm sitting on an archive of like twenty years of stand-up. Right. Right. And then uh, earlier in the year, I was like, I edit. Right. I have, I have what a six hundred gigabytes of stand-up performances from the last 15 years right. or so of doing it. So I was like, just started cutting vertical video clips. And how, much, how often are you putting them up? I try once a day. Yeah, that's what we're doing too. Because you need to stay in the good graces of the algorithm god. Oh my god, yes, yes, exactly. But I mean, it's led to some really cool opportunities just having that much work out there. And your, um, well, all right, your ride's here. <laughs> probably... I only travel by chopper. Yes, yes. I should probably let you go. I don't, okay, why, okay. I don't know why a you know, chairman we are. I'm not, because Germans ride by hella chopper. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Ben the Morrison. Ben the, ben the Morrison. And uh, it's my, my chopper butler. <laughs>